0: As a child, Kim Jong ran down the halls of a mansion, laughing and playing with the other kids. As the honored children of fallen war heroes, they had the best of everything. He got special access to the sites of the revolution. Chandeliers bejeweled his home.
1: Both my parents died in the war. I became an orphan because of the Korean War and the South Koreans.
0: Kim Young lost his parents in the Korean War, when he was three. This mansion, it was actually an orphanage in North Korea. It seems kind of extravagant for an orphanage, but as the children of war heroes, Kim Young and the other kids were war heroes, too. The only father Kim Young ever knew was the first leader of North Korea, Kim Il-sung, also known as the Dear Father. In the orphanage, Kim Yong learned that the dear father saved him from the South Koreans and the Americans. So every day, Kim Yong and some of the other kids would go outside and dust the snow and dirt off of his statue. Sometimes Kim Yong saw the other kids cry. They were so grateful for the opportunity. The first sentence Kim Yong learned to write was, thank you, Kim Il-sung.
1: In the orphanage, they teach you that in order to get revenge, I should never forget about the revolution and remember that even if generations change, revolution stays the same. This is a sort of motto in North
0: Korea.
1: We were trained to become the most steadfast and unwavering people of all. We only knew how to be loyal. That's all I knew, and that's how I lived my whole life.
0: As he got older, he remained steadfastly loyal. He joined the Korean Workers' Party, where he rose quickly right to the top. Every morning, his wife woke up early to dust and shine the images of the dear father, Kim Il-sung, and his son, Kim Jong-il. And at the apex of his career, Kim jong received the highest honor of all. He got a certificate of patriotism from Kim Jong-il himself. And what, what did you think when you got that letter? <laughs>
1: What more could I give than my undying loyalty and support to the nation until the day I die?
0: But he was about to find out that the party was a fickle lover. It was a totally normal day at work when Kim jong was approached by three men he didn't recognize.
1: They came out of nowhere. And they, they said, we need to discuss something, come quietly. And then they arrested me.
0: They all got into a black car, and then one agent got in on either side of him in the back seat. Kim jong knew that many people that were taken away by the police, they never came back. But he was sure that this would all be cleared up right away.
1: Even when they were taking me away, I wasn't worried at all. Kim Jong-il had issued orders to take good care of me, so I had no negative thoughts whatsoever.
0: They took him to a detention center in Pyongyang, where they held him for the night.
1: The next day, these people came down to see me, and without a word, they handed me a stack of blank paper and told me to write down every wrong I have ever committed since I was a kid. So I literally wrote every little trivial incident that came to my mind, like when I fought with students in school or argued with other children. There was nothing else. But every time I gave them back what I wrote, they told me to rewrite it again and again. I did this for three whole days. Then finally, they brought back the paperwork about my father, and they threw it onto the table saying, you bastard, do you still not know?
0: The interrogators left him there, looking at this report detailing the life of his father, a guy he didn't even know. It was a written confession.
1: What I clearly remember is my father's name and the name CIA. He was a member of an operation called Virus Number no. 3.
0: It said his father was the worst kind of traitor. He was an American spy during the Korean War. He didn't die for North Korea. He was publicly executed for treason.
1: I really could not believe that such a person could be my blood-related father. I told them that I had nothing to do with this, and that this was impossible. I thought my people were murdered by Americans and the South Koreans. I've lived my entire life thinking I had to take revenge for what they did.
0: Kim Young knew that in North Korea, treason follows the family bloodline for three generations. So he, and his children, were traitors, too.
1: My entire body felt numb. Everything ahead of me went dark. It was like up became down and down became up. The heavens had forsaken me.
0: They locked him in a cell that was two feet wide and five feet long and ordered him not to move. Trapped in suffocating darkness... He barely had enough room to lie down flat. For the next three months, between periods of hunger and isolation, they dragged him out of his cell for further questioning. Remember, he was put in the orphanage when he was only three. But they kept on demanding to know.
1: You, the son of a spy, hid your past and are infiltrating the North Korean NSA. What is your goal?
0: When he tried to explain that he had no idea what they were talking about, the guards handcuffed him and hung him from the ceiling by his wrists. They left him there for hours. They forced him to go without sleep for days on end.
1: It's really hard for me to even talk about this. These three months were to me like 3,300 years.
0: What's kind of amazing is that Kim Young kept believing it had only been a misunderstanding. This wasn't how it worked, he thought. Only real traitors get tortured. Once they found out about his certificate of patriotism, they would let him go. The dear leader wouldn't let this happen to him. Eventually, though, Kim Young started to lose faith in that certificate. When one day, the director of the detention center came and ordered him out of his cell Kim Young thought he was on his way to being executed. Instead, he was handcuffed and loaded into the back of a truck. He was going to Camp 14. It's hard to know for sure, but it's generally believed that there are six labor camps in North Korea, with a total population of about 200,000 prisoners at any given time. Camp 14 is where the worst kinds of traitors are sent. Traitors like Kim Young.
1: And I realized that this whole time the things I had been taught about being vigilant against the internal enemies to keep the revolution going I had become that internal enemy
0: When he got to Camp 14, he was shocked His fellow inmates, they were so emaciated that they hardly looked human to him Kim Jong and the other prisoners survived on one meal a day handful of grains, and a bowl of salty water.
1: In order for us to survive, we had to go through the cow dung and take the corn and the grains and hide it in our pockets.
0: He went down into the mine before sunrise and he came out long after sunset. He didn't see the sun for four years. But through all this suffering, in a government-run labor camp, Kim Young only ever blamed his father for his pain.
1: I didn't even know what my mother and father looked like. So why was I locked up in this place? At that time, all I had was blame and resentment towards my father. I kept thinking, why did I have to have a father like this? Why did this man even have children?
0: But on this one terrible day in camp, that resentment started to shift. Kim Young watched as his friend was beaten by the guards. His friend was in the camp because his father was a wealthy landowner before the war.
1: There was this whip that was made out of cowtail leather that they used to whip the prisoners with. He was so hungry that he soaked this whip in the water and ate it. So the guards beat him and then dug up the latrine and pulled out parasites from it and forced him to eat that too.
0: The guards beat his friend to the brink of death. And as Kim Young sat with his friend, trying to help him. Young
1: He says, hey, Young, what did I do wrong? How can I help that my father was a landlord? And as he said that, he took his last breath.
0: Remember, Kim Young had lived his entire life utterly devoted to the party. So incredibly even though he had been living in misery at a state-run facility for years. It wasn't until this moment that he started to wonder if it was the party, not his father, that was to blame for his misery.
1: And when I heard him say that, I felt for the first time a strong distaste for the dictatorship coursing through me.
0: When before it was his father who betrayed him, now Kim Young saw that it was his country, which raised a new question. Who was his father, really? he decided that he had to escape to find out. He was transferred to another camp, Camp 18. And on a day in 1999, after six years of hard labor, Kim Yong finally saw his chance. One of Kim Yong's jobs was to load coal onto freight trains. Sometimes these trains would carry grain and the prisoners would scour the floor for just a handful of leftover rice. And this is what Kim Yong and his friend were doing When they found this loose metal plate, they lifted up that metal plate, sure that there would be a few more grains under it. And that's when they saw it. There was a hole under the metal plate. They knew what this meant immediately. If they propped up the plate with a rock, one person could hide under it. At 5'1", and now less than 90 pounds, an emaciated Kim Young was all that could fit. They had a moment to decide before the guards came to get the prisoners out of the car. Kim Yong got under the plate, and his friend shoveled coal over it to cover him. The train pulled away. When the train came to a stop later that night, he dropped out of a hole in the bottom of the car.
1: That night, the moon was bright. And when I got down to the lake and looked at myself in the moonlight... My face was all dark except for my white teeth.
0: He wiped off his face with some wet grass, and he was covered in sores. He was worried he would stand out immediately. He looked like an escaped prisoner. But once he stole some clothes off of a clothesline, he found that he fit in much better than he expected. Since he was arrested in 1993, one million people had died of famine.
1: After escaping to the countryside, seeing all the people getting diseases, they look so weak, even to someone who just escaped from a camp. It just looks so desolate.
0: Kim Young eventually found a secret network of sympathetic North Koreans that smuggled him out of the country. It took him a year to finally get to the safety of South Korea. He wasn't being tortured. He had plenty to eat. He was free from the camp, but he never could quite feel at home in South Korea. He still had to know who his father was. So he decided to come to the United States, and as soon as he settled in LA, he started writing letters to the CIA.
1: And I tried so hard to find him.
0: He kept on writing, letter after letter. He wrote 12 of them, and he waited.
1: Everybody should know their roots. That's the only way they can take root themselves.
0: It's this thing about inheritance, the three-generation rule. Remember, way back when he was an orphan, Kim Jong was a war hero because his parents were war heroes. He was a traitor because his father was a traitor. He no longer feels a commitment to North Korea, but it's left this hole where those other inherited causes used to be. The real story of his father could fill that hole. Looking
1: beyond just which side he was on, I want to respect his wishes. I only hope he worked for a cause that is worthy for me to follow suit.
0: No matter
1: which one it is. I pay the price because of my father, right? So if my father fought for justice, I don't really care whether he was on this side or that side.
0: This is the thing. After spending most of his life totally devoted to a country that abandoned him, he spent the rest of it locked up, starving, and floating between countries. The CIA could tell Kim Young that he paid that price, because his father really was part of an operation called virus number three. They could tell him if he paid that price for a reason. There had to be some reason why. Kim Young wanted to stay in the United States, but he was denied refugee status and he was forced to return to South Korea. But before he left, he heard back from the CIA. They thanked him for understanding that the information that he requested was classified.
1: very much appreciate Kim Young for sharing his story with the SNAP and big thanks as well to Professor Suki Young Kim. She met Kim Young at a human rights conference and knew that this story had to be heard around the world. So she wrote a book about it. It's called Long Road Home. We're going to have a link on our website snapjudgment.org. That story was produced by our own Julie DeWitt with sound design by Renzo Gorio. And big thanks as well to James Kong who served as the voice of Kim Young. You're listening to Snap Judgment, the seeking episode. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.